0: The My Hyperhidrosis Story project is brought to you by the International Hyperhidrosis Society and made possible through the generous donations from the makers of Certain Dry Antiperspirant. Hi, I'm Lisa J. Pieretti, and welcome to My Hyperhidrosis Story where we share uncensored, unscripted personal accounts of what it's like to live with hyperhidrosis, which is excessive sweating. With hyperhidrosis affecting nearly 5% of the population, we know that there are a lot of people out there who can relate to what you're about to hear. But we also know that the medical condition of extreme, uncontrollable sweating remains misunderstood, underdiagnosed, undertreated, and generally underserved. So we'd love it if you would share this program with your tribe far and wide. Let's tell more hyperhidrosis stories and get this condition out in the open. Like what you're hearing? Find out more about the International Hyperhidrosis Society and about hyperhidrosis at Sweathelp.org. We're the only nonprofit global organization focused entirely on excessive sweating and all the things that swirl around it like mental health concerns, economic challenges, functional impairment, limited access to treatments, misunderstanding in the medical field, and so much more. We're sure some of these issues will come up from our guest storytellers today. Welcome.
1: Hi, my name is Melissa, and this is my hyperhidrosis story. I am participating in the International Hyperhidrosis Society's audio project because I want people to know they're not alone, especially younger kids adolescents youth. I really want to reach out to them and let them know that they're not alone.
2: So this is Leslie, I'm Melissa's mom. I am honored to be invited to come along today to um, help her share her story. This is not an easy journey and it's a journey that the person that has hyperhidrosis has to face alone. It's not easy to talk about it and it's something that she's dealt with for so long, but now we can talk about it and as she said, hopefully other people will become more aware of what's what's going on.
1: What people don't understand is you could be completely relaxed watching TV and you're sweating. Fourth grade, we had some baby chicks we raised in our classroom. I remember holding them and they were, I mean, sopping wet. Their feathers were, I mean, it was just
2: drenched. And one that you've mentioned to me several times is the typing story. Because I think that one really was the first time you were old enough to be, really humiliated. Yes.
1: Yes, so we had typing class, keyboarding, and of course, my keyboard was wet. Puddles on every key. We had assigned seating and so the next class would come in. I didn't have anything to wipe it off with or, you know, in elementary school you don't have purses or backpacks or so he would, you know, see the wet keyboard and he was just disgusted. I mean, it was like, "Ugh, Melissa." And I mean it's awful. It was awful.
2: You've told me about the stress from taking a test, so what happens with scantrons if a person has Palmer hyperhidrosis?
1: They get so wet. You know, you have your pencil and you're already taking a test. You're already in that moment, nervous. You're filling out your choices, your multiple choice answers, and it is so bumpy it won't even go through the grading machine that they would run the scantrons through. So the teachers would have to individually grade it. And it was just, again, more attention called to what you're really trying. You're really trying to keep to yourself. When you're young and you're so impressionable, and that's such a critical time in your life when you are developing and your self-esteem, your self-concept, add this to the mix. I just wish I could you know, talk to all of them and explain to them they're not alone.
2: That would be amazing, amazingly wonderful and a positive step for there to be more awareness that there's help out there to help you. I think about, I knew these things were going on and I felt bad about it, but also I was like where she is now, in survival mode, just trying to get through day-to-day with four kids. So I feel like I, I guess my gut reaction was like, well, just deal with it, Melissa. Just, just grab a towel and, and just deal with it. I hope you felt my empathy. I just don't know if I expressed it overtly enough. In all humility, I do feel like I was one person who was aware of your suffering. I was aware of it, but I didn't know what to do about it.
1: There's a lot of it you feel like a burden or it's not cancer or it's not you know, I spent so much time downplaying it because I felt like I'm fortunate. It could be so much worse.
2: You were trying to make it not a burden on everybody around you. I don't want you to have to worry about my sweaty hands, or I don't want you to have to worry about my sweaty feet. That's what walk on ahead, I I'll catch up. I know I'm sliding around, but so keep going. <laughs> I'll catch up. So not only are you sweating, but I see you trying to alleviate the stress of others, which added more stress to you. <laughs> How is hyperhidrosis in your life now, as compared to when you were younger? It exists and it's real, and it's daily.
1: I embrace it in a different way now. I preface when I'm talking with people, I'm more open about it, thankful for the support that the society's given me to help me find my voice. Talking about it, being more open about it has been healing. Humor has been healing. It's helped me open up, and, but it's still very real.
2: You've taken this big step and you've come out. What would you like to see happen? I
1: want people to understand and know what it is. I want the familiarity, like acne or something that you know everybody understands and knows about it.
2: I guess my hope is that giving it a label, giving it a name, the general public can have a little bit more understanding. So, oh, you've got bumps on your face, that's acne. Oh, you have excessive sweating, you've got hyperhidrosis. And so that we can have a little bit more compassion and empathy In living and working with other people, that's my hope.
1: When I was living in St. Louis, I found Dr. Glazer. I sat down with her and knew instantly that this is a doctor's appointment where they really get—they get it. They understand because it's so many I don't understand and. I was taking my shoes off to show her my sweaty feet and I'd come from work and I had some paper towels. I mean I have huge hands and feet. So not only are they not only are they like there's some sweaty hands and feet, but they're huge. Anyway, so I discovered that the paper towel disposal At my work, in the work bathroom was just the size folded of my shoe, so I could just stick it in there when they were wet. So Dr. Glazer saw, the second I took off my shoe, she saw it and she said, oh my gosh, I have to take a picture of this. And that was my, sort of my aha moment that there's proof of this and there's ways to showcase how insane it is living with this. Anyway, I met her and I researched her, that's how I found out about the International Hyperhidrosis Society and Lisa, and it's amazing. I think we tracked this relationship 10 years, and y'all have done so much since then.
2: My name is Leslie, and this is my hyperhidrosis haiku. Her hands are all wet. What is she worried about? Oh, her feet are too. My
1: name is Melissa, and this is my hyperhidrosis haiku. Drip, drop, drip, drop, drip. Drenched fabric, shameful puddles, hyperhidrosis.
2: Why did you write this poem? You have your words here. Say it with your voice. Odd drops, inner drowning,
1: mean kids, mean grown-ups, bumpy scantrons, Break room coffee filters stuffed inside sensible career shoes. Unfamiliarity, breakthroughs, coping strategies for the now, the in-betweenness, supporting the ones who don't want to lose us, healing humor, garnering attention from Ellen and Twitch, it's a wild, wavering, wet way of life, and my wish is for our stories
0: to make a splash. Let's do this. Thank you, Leslie and Melissa, for sharing your hyperhidrosis story. And thank you to all our listeners for joining in. Stories like Melissa's help us all understand one another better, to understand the impacts of this condition, and to move the needle forward when it comes to hyperhidrosis diagnosis, treatment, and holistic care. What's your hyperhidrosis story? Who have you told it to? We hope you can share something about hyperhidrosis with someone in your life today. Keep it simple. Share this program or like it or rate it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Help more people find us and find out more about the diagnosis, treatment, and support available for those living with excessive sweating at Sweathelp.org, the website of the International Hyperhidrosis Society.
1: The International
0: Hyperhidrosis Society is the only registered
1: charity focused entirely on hyperhidrosis. Visit sweathelp.org/donate to continue supporting programs that teach, empower, and serve.
0: Stay tuned for our next My Hyperhidrosis story. We'll talk to you then. Thank you again to the makers of Certain Dry Antiperspirant for helping to make this program possible.